Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me, as always, is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Oh, buddy. Look at us getting into the groove again, doing things. Now we're going to talk about Mandalorian. We're only about, like, six weeks late. And maybe two or three spoilers for me, at least. (laughs) Although, honestly... Not jumping too far ahead, but the only spoiler I've seen is the fact that Lizzo and Jack Black are now in Star Wars. Yeah, that's been plastered all over the the flipping place, for sure. Yeah, I saw that scene, and I can see why. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, you know, I I haven't watched the, the full episode yet. I kind of um, <clears throat> uh, just haven't had time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just haven't had no, time. I get it. And I know that there are a lot of mixed emotions about that. We're not necessarily talking about that episode specifically. But it is um, it is interesting. Yeah. I like how they've kind of compared the acting from that to, like, really bad awkward Super Bowl commercials, like something that Will Ferrell would do, jokingly. Oh, Not God. an actual <laughs> acting scene. But, uh, eh, you know, if that's the low point in Mandalorian, I'm quite okay with it. I, I can deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Well, um, I, I suppose really before all of that, we do have quite a bit to talk about in the form of Star Wars Celebration <clears throat> and some of the uh, the new the new news coming up. Uh, we've got Vision Visions Volume Two. <clears throat> Everybody's real excited about that, huh? Yeah. I'll be honest though, I haven't really watched anything but what you said on the. Uh the announcements but uh mm. visions is something we knew was coming so i can't say that i'm surprised well yeah i mean we, we had we had talked about that it, it was definitely going to come back there are a lot of weebs out there who you know really enjoyed that extremely popular <clears throat> well i mean we, we liked one or two i i not gonna lie to you i didn't like all of them the, the yeah. bunny the bunny one was a little bit out there <laughs> but i think the first I like one the samurai one that one yeah. was really cool Yep. I could watch that again. Yeah, and and, I mean, anime is such a huge, it's just such a huge uh, thing, (laughs) just in general. I guess I was hoping, you know, after the Studio Ghibli thing that they would, like, announce some kind of true collaboration. I feel like that could be an interesting uh, journey into anime versus some of the stuff they went, but... Yeah, they're testing the waters as they have been with a lot of things. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I have to watch it, so I don't care either way. Yeah, for for sure. Um, another announcement, uh, somewhat bigger, I would say, is we are going to get three separate movies. Uh, one focusing on the Dawn of the Jedi. One focusing on the New Republic, basically, uh, sort of covering. <clears throat> interconnecting that's the word interconnecting mm-hmm. everything including mando and book of boba and soka and all that and then we have yet another sequel movie including the uh you know the return of daisy ridley as ray mm-hmm. interesting choices you know i, they I are. think dawn of the jedi will be pretty interesting getting into the was it Jedi or the Jedi predecessors? You know, I haven't really looked too far into that. I, I'm, I'm clicking around as we speak. James Mangold is going to take that on. Uh, he's been involved in Logan, Indiana Jones, <clears throat> the new Indiana Jones. <laughs> Dave Filoni is going to take care of the uh, New Republic content. We obviously know all about him, <laughs> unless you've lived under a rock. And then uh, Shermin Abed... Chinoy uh, will be taking part in the, well, let's just call it what they're saying, it the New Jedi Order. Yeah. As Rey looks to build 
The New Jedi Order. <clears throat> Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure that's, well, you know. Well, here's the thing. It's I not mean, copyright, but it kind of mm. should be. Well, but, but here's the thing. I mean, we talked last week about, you know, we, we did really enjoy uh, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi lost people. We all know that. Rise of Skywalker was a bit divisive in the fandom. Um, I don't mind the character of Rey at all. No, and I think Rey is like a grandmaster. Could be pretty interesting. Could be. Depending on the time jump. Right. Uh, I'd like to see a, a much older, wiser Rey, personally. Um, but we're only good, you know, age or so much, I'm sure. Yeah. It'll probably be more of a uh, discovery journey where she first starts the order, so nothing like that's probably going to happen. But, eh. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if they really will get into it as, as you know, they're kind of... Um, Maybe she's recruited a few new Jedi. Maybe Broom Kid comes back, you know? He's out of Canto Bite. That could happen, but... Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Did they, in the announcement, because again, I didn't watch it, um, are there any other returning cast members in that movie? I don't know that they've particularly released that yet. Yeah, because just from what I'm seeing, there's really nothing more than just quick announcements. So, so this article says, sorry, this article says the um, the sequel will take place 15 years after the events of The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Tell the story of rebuilding the new Jedi Order and the powers that rise to tear it down. So based off just that, that could be interesting that we're not necessarily focusing on a galactic war as much as just one smaller faction. Well, it, that you could know, be cool. Yeah, and it will be interesting because as we were uh, doing our new Jedi Order series, um, we we saw a lot about the the interplay between the politics of the New Republic and <clears throat> Luke's New Jedi Order, um, and how they didn't mesh very well. And we're, we're talking about a time now post a lot of those rebellion heroes. You know, we're not we're not really this is this would be like a new new republic. So like double yeah. new republic, si- single new Jedi order, a lot of new news. <laughs> um, I would have to say, you know, probably. I mean, what? I mean, we're probably going to have to see, you know, Finn and Poe. Could be interesting if uh, Finn and Poe kind of end up siding with the new New Republic and are a bit opposed to Ray's new order. I think that could be kind of a cool dynamic. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think a lot of folks are gonna say, "Well, are you gonna finally make Finn a Jedi? He wielded the saber in Force Awakens." Well, and also in the Lego Star Wars holiday special, they do have him being trained as a jedi yeah (laughs) yeah i I, I don't have any real issue with that i mean my issue with finn always was that they they set up a story in force awakens for finn and then they just kind of threw him to the side in the in the next two with a lot of people so hopefully lessons are learned from that i mean if we're gonna build up these new characters actually have a plan for them and you could have a lot of new a lot of new characters, a lot of cool stories, so don't just squander them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, I after Force Awakens, I was very much like, can we just have this trio going out and doing stuff? You know? Yeah. I mean, which we still have yet to get. Yeah. Really. Oh, uh, that's what happened in the original Star Wars with Luke and Leia and Han. And well, there was also Chewie. It was a quartet. It's fine. And technically, it was sure, five and, and six. P. It was a it was a sex tuple. You know, they had C three PO and R two. And you know, I can I can totally understand why they wouldn't want to mirror anything from the original trilogy because, oh, well, hold on, the new. I mean, the new bad guys are still stormtroopers. And it's still a planet-killing space station, but Whoa. it's different. Well, still Palpatine, <laughs> still Palps. fighting a Skywalker. But yeah, it's different. 
I, I just they need to they need to treat the character Finn with a little bit more respect. They just turned him into a guy who yelled a lot, and then yeah. they kind of had that weird thing with Rose, and then that was over with, and now he's got a new girlfriend, and it was it very inconsistent with that character. And, and you know Poe po, Poe's a good character. I don't necessarily need the over sarcastic guy all the time, but like. You know, a grown-up Poe, maybe more central in the government or at least in the, the sort of military side of things. Maybe he's a general or whatever. Um, I could see that being interesting, but it'll be in- it'll be also interesting if they just solely focus on Ray instead of bringing you know some of the other known characters. I'll tell you another one that I've seen some people post some. I mean best to call it just fan fiction crap. What if they bring back Ben as a force ghost and they kiss? Ooh. No, dude. <laughs> if they're going to bring back any force ghost, just bring Mark Hamill back. Do a little mentorship from Luke and that's it. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. That's absolutely all you need. Yeah. We'll 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 see. We'll see how it goes. Um but yeah, I mean, where, where's the excitement for, for Dave Filoni's project, huh? They really want to tie up all the loose ends. It'll just be like a, <laughs> what was it? The, the war uh, between worlds. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, and man. you thought I, mean, I was done gonna... with this idea. This idea is all powerful. Oh, no, man. I mean... Is it going to be just an amalgamation of all the stuff that we've been watching? Because, like, how are you going to tie all this in? I mean, well, do we need to? Smashing all the series together with all the actors and, like, I don't know. Why do we need to <sighs> interconnect Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett? They're already interconnected. I don't know, man. They They absolutely are. They're interconnected to each other. And... They're in a really solid timeline in Star Wars. I mean, there's really not a whole lot you can do. Unless you want to, like, bring in the Remnant more and do that kind of stuff. But even then, I don't know. I just... Meh. Right. <clears throat> it, it it will be something. We'll, we'll kind of have to see uh, how that goes. It is interesting that they went with the Dawn of the Jedi instead of the Old Republic. Although I would argue that unless you picked a specific character in Old Republic, and we've talked about this before, it would be really hard to do an Old Republic movie because it'd just be way too much to go over, obviously. Well, it, it, it does... Um, it opens up a lot of doors, I'll say that much. But... Man, I don't know. That one's a tough one. I think Old Republic, you... I hate to say it, but almost maybe consider a series instead of a movie. And each season focuses on a key character from the Old Republic. Here's the thing, though. I don't think that they want to get that nerdy into it. I think they want to give a it quick be hit difficult. because they think that this is what people want uh, without doing a deep dive. You know, I can't think of a single Star Wars fan that would not want that, though. Yeah, Honestly. yeah. It's just you know they're they're trying they're still trying to marvel everything. They want to hit yeah. mass appeal and not just a subset. Could you imagine the hype behind a, awaiting a new announcement for a season of that? Like, who are we gonna follow? Is it gonna be Bane? Is it gonna be Revan? Is it gonna be Nihilus? You know, that could be a lot of hype. Well, so no really invigorate the star wars community i agree merchandise i agree i agree with you i don't know what they're going to do specifically with that but there was one other world premiere (laughs) got an ahsoka trailer it's pretty crappy huh yeah it was pretty terrible sick junk (laughs) so do we just kind of want to go through it watch it and yeah I don't care. As we usually do. I don't care. There's stuff with Ahsoka. Uh, She's doing things. She does her little cool 
cut cut a hole in something and drop with her two sabers. Mm, yep. She's sensing things, you know. Oh my god, look at who's in this. I don't see anybody. Well, I'll tell you what, they they didn't uh, I know that there was a lot of surprise out there when they just blatantly showed Sabine Wren, mm-hmm. Harrison Dula, Chopper, Thrawn, and then a very small clip uh or like a very small shot of potentially Ezra. Mm-hmm. And Mon Mothma, of course there is Mon Mothma. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. But we also have some potential dark Jedi here, or because I don't think we're 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 not doing Sith. Um, yeah. Does look like you know some of these, whatever they are, are um, you know attacking some Imperials. I don't know how Thrawn's return necessarily fits into this, though. Oh, and by the way, they said they said the thing. Do you remember what they said? They said the thing. The the, the are you the, referring to heir to the empire? The heir, the heir to the empire. Yeah, <laughs> they did say the thing. <laughs> First and foremost, did you ever go over that book. No, no, we haven't gone over that book. We should before that show comes out, we, just for the heck of it. Yeah, didn't we talk about turning this into more of a variety show? It's just going to be Star Wars forever, isn't it? We just they keep pulling us back in. Star Wars, hundred years. Star Wars forever, hundred. Pretty years. much Star Wars. Anyway, maybe some other stuff eventually coming twenty twenty five. So, are we saying Thrawn wants to inherit the Empire? Uh, you know, how do these other sort of dark force users wielders fit in? Um. Because it no, looks like, I mean, they're both attacking Imperials and the New Republic. So, I don't know. Are we getting to the point where adding all these extra crazy backstories is getting a bit cumbersome with going back on books and media that we read? Because, like, how are we just going to now randomly we'll say, yeah, well, Thrawn kind of ran the, the Empire for a little bit but we didn't mention it in the aftermath series or anything like that or well an- another thing too is why why would he um you know his whole uh doesn't help the chess anymore no and that's the whole thing the empire his is not strong anymore they yeah, are an ally that was that was his motivation even going here was to help the 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 chess defeat their enemy which we still haven't read that last book um so I don't really understand how this is supposed to fit in with, with that. And why can't we just do something simple? Like give us the search for Ezra and maybe space whales took them back to the Chiss ascendancy. And that's what we deal with. We deal with that and we pick up Sabine and, you know, and Hera and, and, you know, the old crew and Ahsoka and they go, and it's like, I've got a lead. It's been a long time, but I've got a lead. And then you just go do that, and then you introduce the Chiss. That could be a whole nother franchise in and of itself. Yeah, it really could. I mean, of course, of course. Let, let's be honest. I don't think they want to stroke Timothy Zahn's uh, ego too much more. <laughs> He'll write another trilogy, the, man. The dude is like half of the books of Star Wars right now. <laughs> He does have a bit of an empire going at this point. But, yeah. you know, he's a consistent writer and an yeah. amazing one at that. So, I mean, give the man props, give him something, you know. Yeah, it, it should be. Show. Yeah, it should be interesting. I, th- I think I'm probably the most excited about Ahsoka yeah. out of all of them. And, you know, looking back now, again, getting into this episode a bit, um, would have been kind of a cool reveal had I not already watched this trailer before watching the episode, because we do have the little space whales in this episode. Oh God. So it is a nice little nod. So I got kind of excited about it still. Old space whales. But you know, we get all that, but really no, I mean, we kind of neglect Ezra a bit. It's odd. I, th- trailer. I think that'll be the reveal on what he winds up being here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, and they they basically have the rights to turn them into whatever they want. They could turn them into a Sith. <laughs> but again, I mean, why? Could, I mean, what the motivation? Well, I'm not saying I want be... it, but it, it's a little nerve wracking in a way. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I just think that the opportunity for me would have just been space whales take them to the Chiss Ascendancy. You go through that arc. You you know you cross the cosmos you go find them and then here's Ezra like you know this is where I was meant to be to help them against their bigger enemy and then you just have a you know a different story different story altogether and I think you could do that in a series yeah instead of having Thrawn end up being his ally you could really dive into like him teaching him how to be a master tech tactician and you know changing his character for the better yep not that he's a bad character to begin with but there's so much room for improvement with ezra i mean he's yeah absolutely. i don't want to say he's a blank slate at this point with how long it's been but you could go a lot of different ways you certainly could so i don't know i i don't know what to expect from that um knowing disney they'll probably have some other teaser at some some point but we shall see um, the only other thing though, I just wanted to mention casually about celebration is we did get the next celebration announced 2025 in Japan. Yeah. You gonna That's, go? No. Yeah, for sure, dude. I'm going to go hey, see Mount Fuji and everything, man. He's playing time to learn the language. Oh, yeah. Okay. By then <laughs> will we be on visions season four? Yeah, that should be interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, J- J- Japan obviously has a huge culture that would be into this, and I think it'll be popular, obviously. But it, it definitely takes the common people out of it. Yeah, I mean, that's a... Celebration's always been slightly... Actually, real quick, before you say your thought, let me rephrase that, because I think it's important to rephrase it it eliminates most of the American market. Yes. It also somewhat limits the European market, but they just had celebration. We yeah. were fortunate though, to get basically Two three, three in a row, three, three in a row in the yeah. States. So I w- not angry about it at all. Japan, I think will be a huge hit. Yeah. I definitely think that, uh, it will, definitely limit how many people go but there again i mean you get into like the the bigger passes for celebration celebration isn't cheap to go to between committing to your ticket and all the things you might you know you'll spend money on i mean it's always been kind of a commitment so chicago be plenty of people who will pay for that ticket to fly out yeah chicago for us was easy because we could just drive to chicago Um, the tickets were expensive, but that's because I was fortunate enough to get VIP passes. Yeah. Um, and that was expensive. The hotel was okay. It wasn't crazy. Um, definitely spent money. Like it wasn't cheap overall, but in contrast to say going to Anaheim, a little different, uh, even Florida is largely drivable if you want to. It's a quick flight, too. It could be extremely expensive for everything you do there. Relatively. It wasn't too bad when they did it in Florida. But at at any rate, yeah, interesting choice. I mean, I think it's it's probably a good choice uh, overall because they're going to have a a big, big bit of people, I think, over there that will really, really enjoy themselves. Uh, And, and, you know, again, I I don't want to sound like I'm being ungrateful because we did have three. I was fortunate enough to go to one. Um, but yeah, eventually we gotta, we gotta circle back, gotta circle back to the States and figure out something that's not New York. Definitely. And you know, I think that, uh, we're about due for it. I'm guessing that the next celebration will probably announce quite a few games because they've been kind of scarce here lately other than, you know, we will fall in order and whatnot. Yeah. So. We will, we will absolutely see that. Um, so anyway, how was your week, by the way? Well, it started out just amazing. <laughs> Change of pace. Not 
Not great at all. No, Monday I ended up working a 13-hour shift, and then I got up at 4 a.m. for the Tuesday shift and blew a tire on the way to work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, my spare, of course, I had. I'm very bad at making sure my spares aired up, so that was off the rim. Had to mm. deal with that, take a day off to get a set of tires and do a few things I've been neglecting, but uh, got to go out on the lake Tuesday. Today was a pretty decent day, and... Got plenty to look forward to for the weekend, going to a Blue Jackets game and whatnot. So a good deal. Yeah, it's uh, the horizon's looking better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, not not a whole lot going on really. Just a pretty casual week. How about you? Uh, work, work week. Yeah. Typical, typical kind of work week. Um, we are going tomorrow night. They are releasing The Return of the King in theaters, the full extended edition. Mm, nice. So that's going to probably kill us. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you sure you're going to be up early to. <laughs> oh, it starts at <laughs> do seven. Anything. Oh, yeah. It starts man. at seven. So yeah. what's that? 1130, probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> nah, it should be fun. Should be fun to go and. Go and see it in theaters and, and do all that sort of jazz. But uh, then, yeah, also joining at the Blue Jackets and then kind of see what the weekend brings us. Yeah. Kind of yeah. crazy to think how big of a delay we had for this game. <laughs> oh, months, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, the week in between Christmas and New Year we were going to go. Oh, wow. Yeah, that has been. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, actually, last week did uh, pop into a Clippers game. Got to see a little AAA baseball. Nice. How'd that go? It was good. Not very many people there. Really empty stadium. Even better. No yeah. lines for your pretzel and whatnot. Yeah, had a very good pretzel and some very nice hot dogs. It was it was a good time. Good time. Good had deal. some nachos. Definitely need to plan a trip for that soon. Oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. All right, well, ready to get into this... Uh, Mandolarian? Back to the, the Mando. The 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 DeLorean? The DeLorean. <laughs> All right. Episode one. The, the apostate. apostate. Or as I like to Just, call Enter the Cult. Yeah. Great way to start the season off. In case you were wondering if they'd be obsessed with that. <laughs> I will say, super short. A couple of extremely short episodes this season. Like once 33 minutes. So. Yeah. But this one packed a lot into the 37-ish minute runtime. Almost a little too much, in my opinion. But I'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. So we do open up with the armor, making some armor for, I guess, an initiate, maybe, we'll call this guy. So little dude. Ready to take the old Val of the I'm not gonna take my helmet off anymore because of things. Reasons. You know, I won't I will not lie. I maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention, but I thought this was a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> totally thought this was a flashback to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The kid kinda looks like him too, so it doesn't help, but yeah, obviously, big reveal here that it isn't. Um, For sure. Cool scene, even though it's culty. <laughs> yeah, we get the uh, the attack of the turtle, the turtle dial. Yes, so... The, uh, the, cro- the crockle. Yeah, clearly, we're doubling down on the creatures this season. God, they love the creatures. I'm okay with, because it is actually a really cool design. Yeah, it does kind of throw in a relief that these... Uh, these Mandalorians don't have much in the way of resources. They kind of suck. They do. Couldn't even like, take down the more turtle. More of them died than should have in this. I mean, my God, you got jetpacks with seemingly unlimited fuel supply. Why, why? Why? Why wouldn't you just, you know, fly up and shoot them from a distance? So they, they do kind of do some jetpacking. They throw some charges on it that doesn't really do anything they're constantly blasting it and um 
Yeah. Grappling hooks were really stupid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like some of the... We're going to pull it. We're going to control it. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, some of the uh, tactics here are, are just blunt force, not very tactical. And, of course, what do they need? Not just a Mandalorian. Need a the Mandalorian. With a cannon that he... I'm pretty sure has never used before. He obviously made some upgrades. Yeah, he's got the char <laughs> yeah, he's got the charges. He's got the little torpedoes just like little Annie used. Yeah. Just blew that thing to smithereens. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, actually. It, the explosion was everything about this fight was on point, but very gory. Just viscera mm -hmm. splattering everywhere. Like it was almost a 3D moment. I was just waiting for someone something to like stick to the screen and slowly slide down <laughs> <laughs> like old 3d yep for sure so i wonder if grogu took a little bit of that crock of meat uh, um yeah missed good. opportunity actually yeah, he just comes to with fun. with a little little steak he's like i got me some some croco nuggies <laughs> uh so anyway we get more culty stuff turtle soup Oh, there you, you go. You can do the soup scene again. Oh, yeah, buddy. That was actually one thing that I didn't get in New Orleans. I saw it like a, on online menus a couple times, but when I went to the mm -hmm. restaurants, I didn't have it. I was like, I want some turtle soup. I wouldn't mind trying that. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I've had it before. It's good. Um, anyway, so you took off your helmet. I know. You can no longer bathe in those things that I told you about that you could go bathe in last season. But now you can't. But hey, you've got a green thing. I don't know. That doesn't. I don't think you can go there. <laughs> yeah, it. We've watched everything with Mando, and it. it just seemed like something was missing in this scene. Like something that we needed. It felt like a little bit of a disconnect because it. You know, we we had Saul. Where the armor is like, well, you have to go bathe in the waters. And he was like, okay, I'll do it. And then he comes back and he's also, like, you can't bathe I mean, in the waters. And At the same time, how big is our time jump? Because, I mean, their numbers have been bolstered quite a bit. Actually, let me look that up because I do think that there was something said. Uh, uh, two and three. Because there, there was something... Um, specific i don't remember if i think john favreau had said something about this still can't find it i can't find it why don't you just tell me what it is it, it was i think i feel like it was like two years it was some years i think okay or or something like maybe no maybe it was uh that ba th that actual grogu had spent like two years with luke i think that might have been the jump is that you know so he had had more time with luke than what we had thought i think that was the time jump Okay. Well, yeah, anyway. I mean, it could be pretty substantial with how big the group has gotten. And it has. It certainly has gotten bigger. They found a new new planet. Um, but you know what's better than that? Fetch quests. Yeah. That went nowhere, by the way. Sorry about spoilers. But this, this is why I had a problem with this episode. Most of what happened here absolutely did nothing for the story. No, it, it was like playing nothing. Skyrim. It was like playing Skyrim. Hey, I'm going to stick to the main, ooh, side quest. Ooh, ooh, there's a shiny side quest. <laughs> well, I'll get halfway through that. I'll pick up the goods that I need to drop off, but I'm not actually ever going to drop them off. They're yeah. just going to be a key item in my inventory. It's like, forever. well, I'm just going to set this in a chest for now. Yeah. Um... We wind up going back to Navarro, you know, to, I mean, for lack of better terms, he's looking for a droid to help scout the planet. So he wants to go find the IG unit 
that yeah, help which, I'm sorry. in season one. One, it's stupid that he thinks he needs a droid to scout the abandoned planet. Makes absolutely no sense. Two, it's extremely stupid that anything from IG would actually still be alive. Or, well, not alive, but salvageable. And three, it's a little bit weird that Grief just decided to make a statue with his actual parts. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I mean, for me, it's like if you want to test the the planet, like install something on your ship, like a yeah, scanner. Scan it. Probably yeah. has one already. I would assume. Keep so. talking about poison levels. Like, you know, it wouldn't be that hard to find out if the surface of that planet's poisoned. You wouldn't think. And then the other thing I do remember them saying this is like talking about like a droid that could spelunk. That wouldn't be an assassin droid. I wouldn't necessarily think about that form. Of and doubling down on his droid phobia is, you know, I kind of feel like that's a bit of a character flaw that was fixed in the last season. At least I thought it was. Yeah, he still has some trust issues for sure. Um, but hey, we get to see Grogu eating M and M's. We do. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Just blading M and M's in Star Wars. <laughs> only red M and M's. Yeah. Grief only likes the reds. Uh, anyway, confrontation with some pirates. Uh, a couple of pirates here that want want a drink at the school. I want to drink yeah. in here. That's the school. Yeah. Pretty stupid. Yeah, you got to teach them young. Pretty stupid. The whole subplot with the pirates is stupid. Well. Uh, I have no interest in the pirates. Yeah, I don't want to jump too far along uh, into the pirate line. But, yeah, we basically. Not just from this point on, it's stupid. Like it is. Their, it is. Their confrontation is stupid. It, at least if you're going to do something, make it bigger than. Oh, you made money from my boss, who I also make money from, and you spent that on a bar, and then you got rid of the bar. Now I don't like you. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. It was, it was shaky. Yeah, I think it was just to set conflict. But you know, Navarro is not a planet within the Republic necessarily, and they are. You know, it was a stronghold for, for bounty hunters and the scum and villainy and everything. It, it wasn't a great place. Now, Grief, the, what is he, the super secret chiefy, chief McChief magistrate or whatever. Magistrate or something. The grand magistrate. The grand magistrate, yeah. Um, with his droids holding up his cape. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of funny. It was funny. I liked it. But how does Grief actually like turn this city around though because i mean obviously we're not going to go into it i know we're not but like what what did you do to change this how did you make it more prosperous how did you get rid of all the bounty hunters you're one guy you're the one that was bringing them all in well a lot of them were killed by the mandalorians very true (laughs) so very true i i I don't know you know it's it's fine though i mean it's good to see the planet kind of would be the word i guess just coming into its own a little bit you know it's it's not a bad thing to say the least i'm surprised they even mentioned uh cara dune in this as well no matter how brief it was well here's the thing i think that they had to address it because there were people that were going to ask um you know no matter what you think about no matter what you think about that situation, you know, it was a character. Yeah, it was, it was a character. A beloved character. Uh, for, for a lot of people. Um, you know, Gina, Gina Carano has some opinions. Some are probably very gr- rooted in reason, reason and logic and others are maybe a bit more too, too much Twitter influence. And I think that that's a problem with a lot of people on social media no matter who they are. Um, I think that's also a problem with uh, acting in general because this is the first generation where 
you saw the actors outside of the roles a lot. Yeah. Like they, and and I hate to boil it down to this, but like they're an actual person, right? Whereas typically an actor, you know, fifty years ago, you'd see them in the role, and then they just didn't exist outside of that role, and you know, politically charged opinions weren't a problem, personal biases weren't a problem. You just either were a good actor or you weren't. Well, they have to make yourself more popular through social media. And I think that kind of takes away the magic of movies to some extent, you know? Yeah, it's well, one thing seeing an actor in multiple roles, but it's another thing seeing an actor's comments on Twitter and them in a commercial maybe mm-hmm. and all these other things that just kind of take away from the character they portray. Well, there's there's just a lot more access to really anybody nowadays. So it, it's hard. But, I mean, you could even look at, like, Ezra Miller, who played uh, The Flash, and, you know, he was in the uh, Fantastic Beast films, a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Guy is not right. You know, there, there's been really, so... I haven't really followed any of his... Just, just the, I, I mean, people at home are going to look it up. Well, it's not really relevant here, but, you know, people really liked him as The Flash, but then, you know, he's out just being crazy. I mean, like criminally really? crazy, just nuts. And it's like, I mean, even with child stars that we would have seen, like Amanda Bynes or, um, oh, who is yeah, Lindsay Lohan, yeah, the the yeah, all those. And you you sort of see how, you know, some of these things just they they turn people into very different versions of themselves and what they what they uh, started out. I mean, my God, I I. I random YouTube crap that pops up. Jeanette McCurdy, you know, Mm -hmm. she wrote a book, like I think it was titled something like I'm glad my mom's dead because her mother was effectively like, at least from the very minimal amount of effort I put into it, kind of a monster, Mm -hmm. kind of a monster, like took all of her money that she would have made from doing whatever show she was in and really exploited her a lot. And, you know, just terrible relationship, you know, just, just not, not stable. Um, fame, fortune, do that to you. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in the era where you say the wrong thing. It could very, very quickly back, uh, uh, blow up in your face. Although now I think we're starting to kick out of that a bit. I think, I think we're starting to see that that's not necessarily the way we have to be, um, there are a lot of very accepting people in the world. Obviously, we're both very accepting of a lot of things. I mean, we might not like everything in Star Wars, but you know, it, it uh, a lot. If it's not my show, it's not my show. I'm not. I'm just not going to watch yeah. it. It's not a big deal. You know, it's like with Visions. Wasn't my thing. I yeah. found some good in it, but there wasn't wasn't my thing. But I'm glad people like it. I think it's great that they that they take those kind of risks. Um, and bring that out and in, into the into the you know the light so to speak, but yeah, um, I, I think it's great that some people love the super emo, angsty stuff of like mm-hmm. Alphabet Squadron. It just yeah yeah gives me an ulcer to read it. You know yeah for sure. <laughs> so yeah, teach their own. But uh, anyway, so back to the story. We're trying to get IG uh, our IG unit back up and running. Doesn't work. Uh, we have to shut him down. He's trying to kill everybody. Uh, we, we bring back those little creatures from Rise of Skywalker that are smaller yes, and, than Grogu. And uh, Grogu adopts one as a pet, which I thought was probably the funniest moment of the show. It's like, of you are episode, you are I mean. over 50 years old. I think you should do better. <laughs> like, just do better, man. Bad baby. Bad, Bad baby. baby. So we do get our fetch quest where we're, we got to go find a part for our IG unit. The memory unit, which shouldn't house the memories of our IG-11. But, mm-hmm. you know, don't overthink it. Yep. Just don't overthink it. Sure, man. Well, on the way to our fetch quest, what happens? Uh, the pirates. Again. Pirates. Pretty Yay. predictable. Not Yay, gonna lie. Pirates. Uh, some cool stuff with... Uh, with the ship. Decent little dogfight. Not going to complain about that part. Yeah, we introduced Gory. Music Gor- was really good for this. I think so, yeah. We also introduced Gory and Shard. 
who yeah. is like a king pirate tree guy. Yeah. Not a big fan so far, but I'm not trying to, really not trying to be super negative on this episode. It's just some of the stuff I just wasn't thrilled with. Yeah, the, there's there's a lot more coming down the barrel that's that's much better. The dog fight was cool. Um, obviously, Mando shows off a bit in his in his ship, uh, his old Na- Naboo uh, fighter here, and I mean not to put too fine a point on it we get out of that situation and then promptly head to go see bo katan yeah kind of i don't want to say that we didn't need this obviously we needed to address it but like it's a bit to add this to the episode after everything that already happened yeah, it it is. It's interesting, but I I think the point is is that they you know they wanted to f- make Bo a focal point of the of the series, which we'll talk about more as we get into more episode recaps. Um, but yeah, she's not happy with Mando for obvious reasons. Hey, she's not aggressively trying to kill him, so there is that. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's really uh, pretty sad setup for Bo. Yeah, she's basically been abandoned. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, she's basically failed twice. Mm -hmm. You know, originally had the Darksaber, originally was going to turn around Mandalore, but, you know, she also had the unfortunate happenstance to kind of achieve all this right before, you know, the Empire goes nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, it, well, the the empire goes nuts, and then you know, obviously the Darth Maul stuff and and all that good jazz. But th- there's, you know, Mandalore to her is dead. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing, nothing more, and she sees this cult that is just trying to bring back something that she doesn't really believe in. So, yeah, she still stands to be a voice of reason, which I wish that Mando would struggle with a little more instead of just kind of blowing off her comments. Yeah, we'll we'll talk way more about the culty stuff as we go along. Um, There's a ton more to be had. Obviously, we're behind and we've both watched more episodes, so we kind of know but that that's basically the recap of episode 1. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of on to the same place we kind of knew we'd already be. We're heading to Mandalore as soon as possible now, just kind of getting some stuff prepped. Yep. Structurally, I I would say that they tried to jam a little bit too much into this episode, felt a little bit disconnected to me. Um, but you know that that'll happen. It so, felt like a lot of scenes that could have been interjected into any episode potentially for the fair. season, and they don't really have much of a timeline to them. So they could have worked at the very end of the season or at the very beginning. You know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, anything else we need to talk about Mando-wise? No, nah, I think that's about it. Okay. Yeah, obviously, see. looking forward to. Going forward with it, maybe not the strongest of starts, but uh, still excited. For still sure. Love Mando, so. Yeah, let's go ahead and rate it then. Um, the old IMDb has episode one at a 7.5 with just under 16,000 votes. So, what that's, do you got on it and why? To me, that's pretty accurate. I'm going to go with like a 7.4, I think. Um, not a terrible episode. Kind of had some cute moments with Grogu, and you know, I think the opening scene with our giant monster was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Very well done. Obviously, the budget's there for that kind of stuff this season, so that's exciting. Um, you know, the crate dragon was an awesome thing. I think that we could probably learn from that from Book of Boba and go really crazy with our monsters. Um, I would really like to see that kind of stuff more often. Um, like I said, it was 
a bit much to cram into an episode, and a lot of the scenes seem disconnected that they could have happened at any time. Uh, the pirate thing isn't super exciting to me, though it might that might change over time. You never know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about. It's a setup episode. We're Fair. chugging along, you know. So, yeah. Y- yep. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think for me, uh, the storytelling was a little erratic. Uh, we, we just touched on so much and I'm not big on fetch questy stuff. It, it doesn't really bring a whole lot of, you know, interest or intrigue, uh, necessarily to me, not a bad thing one way or the other, but not my favorite S thing. Um, but I will say... Yeah, it's a setup. It's a setup episode. And that's really all it is. Um, doesn't really come out with a bang. So I, I, I can't go super high score either. I'm probably just going to stick uh, with, the, with the masses and give it a 7.5. Um, wasn't bad. Wasn't fantastic. But, you know, it, it, it had enough to kind of set up things for later. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what our opinions are next week. Yeah, yeah. Overall, uh, still excited to be back into it. So yeah, no, definitely looking forward to the next episode. Agreed. All right, man. Well, there we go, Mando. We've got season three, episode one in the books. Good times. We are back to it. Finally on a schedule. Back to <laughs> it. All right, y'all. Well, uh, hopefully you enjoyed. Mando coming back, and by the time you're listening to this, you may or may not be finishing up Mando. I don't know. That's crazy what time does to things. Uh, but make sure to drop us a line if you uh, want to discuss the episode or anything Star Wars related. Uh, TC Plan Podcast at uh, gmail.com is our uh, email address if you want to do it that way, or just at TC Plan Podcast, Twitter, Facebook. We're out there on the web. We don't do much interaction there anymore, but we're there. Uh, we might interact with you if you actually do something on there. Who knows? We're crazy. Just slightly crazy. Just slightly. So I think that's a wrap. So you'll have a great rest of your week. Yep. And as always, may the force be with you. <laughs>